Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour. This is Rick Schussler. I'm your host. I'm a Silver Fox advisor as well as the founder of One Best Consult. Thank you for joining us today. I think we have a wonderful show. I encourage you to get out your pad and your pens or your computer and get ready to take some notes. We are broadcasting live this morning from the studios of Lone Star Community Radio, which is located right here in downtown Conroe, Texas. Conroe, if you don't know, is one of the fastest growing cities in the entire country. Uh, And that makes it a great place to do business, right? Businesses are thriving. The area is expanding. New people coming into the markets. It's a great place to do business. Well, let's start off our first show of the new year with a quick thought. Uh, I was doing some reading uh, during the holidays, and I came across an article uh, that was entitled Overworking. And it was talking about entrepreneurs, small business people like yourselves, and whether they overwork. Now, that can mean different things to different people. I get that. But overworking means you work when you don't really need to work. In other words, like myself, I loved business. I loved working. And I was most comfortable working. Now, I now I question what was it I was working on all those hours. But there are people that do that. So... It's one of the things, obviously, that people need to avoid in most cases. Don't work unless you have to, but I know it's hard to draw that line. You know, one of the things that uh, there are some good reasons, though, to work extra uh, from time to time. One is inspiration. Uh, There was a survey done recently, and a number of respondents said, well, I go into work on Saturdays, sometimes even on Sunday afternoon, because it's quiet and I get inspired to do the writing to do the content management and whatnot that I need to do for my company. And it's the time for me to be inspired. So I think that's a valid reason to go into the office and you're working, right? Another reason is you get a big order. I mean, your company gets a big order in and you've got to work some extra hours to fill that order. So to me, again, not overworking when you have to do that. And the third thing is working versus on your business and in your business. That's an old cliche that's been around forever. I personally think that the time when the plants shut down, when people aren't at work, is a time to work on your business. In your business during the week, Monday through Friday, nine to five, eight to six, whatever your hours are, but allow yourself that invaluable time. And don't feel like you're overworking when you work on your business, right? You take the time to do your planning, that's a, uh, almost a dirty word in small business I've found over the years in working with many small businesses. Planning, what's that? Why do I need to do planning? I plan when I show up each morning, and I know what we have to do. And no, let's, let's use that as a valid reason to share with our family and others that I'm working Saturday because I'm working on the business. I'm developing a new product, a new idea. I'm doing the accounting. I hear that one a lot for particularly small companies. So 
be aware of overworking and don't work yourself to death in 2024. You know, that might be a great New Year's uh, resolution. Don't work yourself to death. The weekly business hours where Montgomery County and businesses throughout the world come to talk about the latest in business news, ideas to improve their business, and be part of conversations that can make a real difference in their businesses. I want to remind you that the show is currently being broadcast on YouTube and Facebook. Just go to the Weekly Business Hour page, and you can listen as well as watch us on the live presentations at those sites. Also, if during the show or even after the show, if you have an idea, you have a thought about what we talked about, you got a constructive keyword, criticism, shoot it to me. Uh, it's simple. Just drop me an email, rick at irlonestar.com, rick at irlonestar.com. And be sure, if you've got a particular business situation you'd like some input on, I respond to those as well. In fact, we have a mailbag segment that we do on the show each week. So please reach out to us, connect with us, and be part of our community. Well, today we have a great guest, I think. Great in a sense that he's a good guy, but great because of what he does in our community here. Our guest is Scott Harper. He's president of the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. And we're going to talk about a little bit about 2023 and what the chamber was able to do here in the business community and then talk about 2024 and what it holds for the chamber. Well, Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rick. Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year back at you. And I hope it is a very happy New Year for everybody. 2023, what were some of the accomplishments that the chamber uh, was able to achieve? Yeah, we had a we had a great year. Um, we're celebrating, uh, you know, another just keep laying the foundation for us to continue to uh, keep up with the growth that you had mentioned earlier of being in one of the fastest growing cities in one of the fastest growing uh, counties in the country. But one of the things I, I I tell my staff, which we were excited about, is like we finished this year that all the staff that were on board had finished a minimum of one year, um, and so we've had some turnover um, since I I have come on. Um, and we being able to have a, a staff in place for a full calendar year really makes I think it's going to really propel us into 2024. Um, Steve Scheffler, who was uh, your host not too long ago, he was the he's the rookie on the team, and so he he celebrated his annual um, anniversary with us, his one year anniversary with us. Uh, we hit a thousand members, um, doing it the right way. I know in the past. Um, they had done some membership drives, and it's just kind of a unique way of, of, of getting a shot in the arm when it comes to, to that. But we did it the right way without any uh, bells and whistles, just did it, the, did it the, the way the chamber's supposed to be done. And so we eclipsed the 1,000-member uh, mark uh, in 2023. Uh, we received a clean audit through our auditor. Uh, one of the things that we do to, to help our accreditation to stay accredited is uh, to have a full audit and uh, review audit every other year. So we just uh, were audited for our 2022 year and uh, got a clean audit back from those. And that's really important to us so we can show um, our members that we're very transparent and very uh, responsible for their funds and that they give us uh, to, to do our job. Yeah, I think a lot of people dismiss it, but there's certain people who consider becoming members or who are members that at least out of the corner of their eye they look for that audit to assure them that the chamber's you know operating above board and it's my observation of being a part of this chamber now for five ten years that 
they the chamber goes above and beyond transparency. I mean, the communications and where what you're doing, all the programs, uh, it's like a well-oiled machine. And uh, congratulations on the thousand plus members. I guess that's kind of a uh, a guidepost that you go for. Uh, it, you know, it is. It's you know, it's one of those things. It's you know, you ask the board sometimes: Are you, is it the revenue? Is it the membership revenue, or is it the the membership count? Because what we're finding too is that our platinum level, which is our highest level, uh, when I started uh, with the chamber a couple of years ago for my second term, uh, was right around ten, and had been at that level. We're at twenty-seven now, um, and so you take those seventeen units that are at that platinum level you can multiply that by 50 and that's how many members we would have if they had just joined at the business level and so really is it it's it's it i i like the fact that we're growing our we're having you know amazing we'll have amazing um numbers in february when i do the state of the chamber address that i do the first uh, monday in february but that's one of the things that we're really excited about is that those our members were seeing a lot of upgrades. Uh, we rehashed and revamped all of our business or our b- benefits, and so I think people are really getting to see that. And especially for the platinums, one of the things we do is we advertise in community impact, which hits seventy-seven to seventy-eight thousand mailboxes every month. And just being a platinum member of our chamber, your logo is hitting those seventy-seven thousand. Uh, mailboxes and that's just a just a benefit and a perk and and some of them like that's that's cool because we're getting we're getting it on both ends of of the benefit of the chamber and the recognition within the community so that's that's been that's been positive for us as well. Now I sense a downside to that though you're up to 27 and growing in that when you take out that ad in the in the community impact Half page. I mean, it's getting big. <laughs> well, we we made the we made the investment uh, in this next budget that we're getting ready that we're in that right now is that we're actually going from a six month um, advertising agreement to twelve months uh, to help with that. Um, we used to do the the logos for the platinum and then the names for the emerald, and this was all just um, on top of what the traditional benefits were. We don't even list it as a benefit. Right. So the emeralds lost that benefit because we ran out of space uh, with all the logos of the platinums. So maybe that might enhance them to do that. But we will never, if we have to take up additional size, we will do that. We're not going to take away that emphasis on our on those members. Well, I love the branding aspect of that, of the fact that it's the chamber and these 27 uh, companies that are known in the community just by the logo and the fact that it's sort of like hand in hand. We're mm-hmm. here together. We're doing it. Right. Great branding from, from my perspective. And we're seeing, and we've got a lot of those are, are, are logos that people would recognize if they're part of the chamber or not just in the community but what we're seeing is is some of the mid-level uh, businesses actually make that investment with us because of that exposure and the other benefits that come along with that and they're seeing that um, seeing great benefits from from that residual benefits they're they're, at, they're being recognized at events that they might not even be attended so every event that we do Platinum is either verbally verbally recognized or they're um, they're on a screen at all of our special events as well. Yeah, it continues, no doubt about it. Partners with the uh, Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. Well, you've got your team in place. You mentioned that uh, one of the things that is uh, a challenge for every small business owner is teamwork and developing a team. And it sounds like you're kind of you've got a year 
everybody's got their year one year pin on, right? <laughs> and so now you're you've got a team in place. What are your plans this year to develop that team further? Well, I think you know at the end of the day we've got a we can't get complacent. Um, it's always we had we rode a wave of of just of of growth last year. And one of the, the steps we did take is we added to the team. Uh, we had uh, we added a position call, we're calling it um, director of membership experience. Uh, Gigi uh, Peacock has come on and done an amazing job with sales, um, and that's her niche. I mean, she can she can sell, and um, and she loves the chamber and everything she does. We need to make sure as we grow, um, we're really focused on the retention side as well, um, and that's just where we want somebody we saw the we saw the immediate impact of having someone solely focused on sales now we're gonna we're gonna have that another person focus on the retention now they're still gonna be able to sell and and vice versa but they're gonna work as a team um with that and so that position started in just last week and we're looking for um great benefits from from them to really listen to our members at a different level We're, we're coined as a relational chamber um, not a transactional chamber, and for us to stay like that, we need somebody really focused on that aspect, uh, above and beyond what everyone else is doing with their jobs. Well, I have to compliment you because over the years, and I've said it before, in being involved in a number of chambers as my businesses uh, changed and whatnot and moved to areas, different areas of the state and whatnot, uh, this chamber, hands down, is the best one, I feel, from a perspective, because I'm kind of doing that look back, working with small businesses, trying to help them uh, further their business, it's the best one. Uh, relationally, uh, you know, it, whatever it is, because you do, you you provide a lot of benefit. You provide a great platform for small business, because one of the biggest challenges in being a small business, uh, whether I have one or I have 100 employees, is I'm kind of, the, I'm the owner. I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I've got nobody to interact. and. In the case of this chamber, you do a lot of events. I mean, monthly you have uh, the morning breakfast, morning bingo. You have uh, five after five. You gives me a chance to talk to other business owners and hopefully make a connection and uh, get feedback down the road. You know, in other words, trade information and and whatnot. What kind of great events do you have uh, planned for this year? So we'll have a full. We'll have the monthly uh, events like you just said every. Um, the second Tuesday of every Thursday of every month will be our morning mingles and the third Thursday will be our fun after fives. We've got a starting in February, we have a full month calendar of luncheons. We'll have a monthly luncheons that we'll bring, we'll kick off with the state of the chamber. Then we'll have legislative updates and other, uh, other topics that are very relevant in the, in the community at that time. We get, we're averaging 80 to hundred people come to those each, each, each month, which really has seemed really has grown um it's, it's funny how the poli- anything political um always brings in some of those members that you don't necessarily see at some of the other events so we're really going to try to see if we can bring some state level representatives in we, we hear a lot from our local uh, representatives and, and we do not take that relationship um lightly but we want to see if we can bring in some maybe national and other state officials to come in to our area the other things we do is our marquee events. Uh, we'll be celebrating Nick uh, Davis uh, in a couple weeks uh, for the chairman's ball, and uh, he's he's kind of gave us the uh, just the rally cry of of um, be a chamber champion. And as Notre Dame slapped a uh, you know slaps their board as they go out on the field, we we had one put in in the chamber, and I think you saw that. And we had a 
Astros have a home run pump. We had a membership pump to get us over that thousand, just because that was a visual kind of kind of have that scoreboard, and, and people saw that and they saw it as it either stayed the same. It never went down, but it stayed the same or it it did grow. Um, and so some of the other things I think we're proud of and you've been a part of, we've got our, our CEO nonprofit roundtables that we'll continue to offer. And then our uh, professional business development group is really coming up with some great alternative um, topics for our small business owners. And it's really focused on those entrepreneurs and those small businesses that not, don't have those resources. And I think that's that key element that the, the chamber does bring to the table is they can come to the, as part of their chamber membership, they can get crucial information that can help them grow their business that they might not have, or they have to contract or pay some, some fees to get that information. We're bringing in re- resident experts of those topics to talk about those, to help those businesses grow. You have a, uh, if I recall the calendar, correct next week, there's uh, isn't Jennifer Milligan uh, speaking, uh, Yes, we have a couple ladies actually coming in, um, Monette Smith, Jennifer Millington, right. and Mandy, um, losing her last name, but they are really talking about work-life balance. Um, they're successful um, in, their, in their businesses, but how do they balance that? How do they balance the life size uh, uh, of that without, you know, as you were talking about, overworking and, um, and not killing yourself? by doing that and I think that's going to be a unique perspective because a lot of people don't I think they 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 get to the point a breaking point before they realize they need help and so we felt we felt like starting the year off with that topic will maybe help balance people as they go through the year because we'll all have those rushes to where things seem like we're drinking out of our fire hose all the time and then there'll be those lulls but we figure out coming out of the gates with something to keep people's minds centered on how do you find that work-life balance? And so these ladies are amazing leaders um, and uh, entrepreneurs themselves. And so it'll be, it'll be a great, great attribute to, you know, for everybody to come out and, and see that. And one of the things we're going to be able to do, hopefully in the, by the end of the first quarter, is we've equipped our, our, um, our boardroom with um, uh, video capability and recording capability. And it's not going to be high def, but... We tout that as a benefit, but if you can't come, you miss. And so we're going to be able to start recording those and putting them on a membership portal on our website. Um, so that's another thing that we were able to do in 2023 to get ready to help support 2024. Yeah, I think that's that's a great tool. I utilize that kind of tool all the time because I'm not available at that hour to mm-hmm. attend, in this case, in person. But I have time later in the day or the early evening to, to watch and mm-hmm. really enjoy it. You know, you're talking about the, the seminar, I guess that's what I would call it when you have a panel like that. Uh, I've attended some of those, the uh, one right before the holidays, and it was jammed. And it is really, truly a chance for the business owner or employee, manager, or whatever, to attend and, and get some education. Mm-hmm. And there's no charge, um, but that room was jammed, and the, and the people on that panel were really, really good. That yeah. was, you know... So that's the kind of quality that you're providing, uh, which, again, I tip my hat to you and the chamber and your leadership team for putting those kind of programs together, you know, right here, very convenient, don't have to travel into Houston or whatever. Plus, I can't stand to sit there and watch a screen for hours, you know. So it's good to be able to go in person, shake some hands, hopefully make some new contacts and build some relationships. And I think some of the magic is actually after those events where people are sitting around, they've got to see each other, meet each other for the first time, and they, they network and make those connections. And I think that's some of the, 
the residual aspects that uh, come from those things and you know not just the great information from the presenters but getting to to meet other people that are in there they're there for a reason they want to learn and so for them to connect um, on a personal and business level is cool as well yeah no it's a it's a win-win uh, for your members there's no doubt about it well ladies and gentlemen we are at a point we need to take a quick uh, break uh, we're going to take a break and when we come back uh, we're going to visit with uh, Scott a little more uh, about a very very special event that's going to last all year in 2024 so please stay with us and we'll be right back with you A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour. And again, thank you for joining us today. And remember, if you've got any kind of thought about the show or you've got a business challenge, drop me an email. I love to get those emails, and I do respond personally to each and every one of them. It's simply Rick, R-I-C-K, at I-R. LoneStar.com. That's Rick at IRLoneStar.com. Well, we're having a what I consider a wonderful conversation today with Mr. Scott Harper. He's the president of the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. Well, Scott, we've we've given the the listeners today a lot of information about what the chamber's been doing and and all these things. And it turns out that the chamber's been doing all this for quite a while. Uh, you've got a very very special year this year to celebrate. Yes, we turned 90, which is an amazing, um, uh, just a milestone for our chamber, for our community. Um, I know Steve, who was on your show before, there there was a group that actually was working as a chamber way beyond, uh, before 90 years, but they actually incorporated um, and we're celebrating that this entire year. So we'll have special um, we're going to have a kickoff party in late February with some of our, our board and some of our members um, and really recognizing and elevating Consolidate Communications, Entergy, and The Courier, which have been charter members um, under different names. The Courier is the same, uh, but the other two morphed out of original other companies. But we are going to have some great uh, recognition and kickoff. And our official kind of launch for the 90th uh, um, celebration will be at our chairman's ball um in a couple weeks and so we'll we'll end um the the program with a little historical video that steve's been working on to kind of gear every gear everybody up for the next 11 months of a celebration well you know steve was a wonderful guest you and i were talking off air and his uh, grasp of the history and whatnot was, was fantastic and what i found interesting is the chamber uh, is it, I mean, it's not necessarily a mirror. I'm not sure of the word I'm searching for, but 
of the growth of the business community here in Conroe. I mean, hand in hand, like I said, uh, as the chamber started, it was started for the reason to enhance the growth. Uh, I mean, give it some overall guidance. I mean, when you read some of this history and how it grew right along with the business community. Right. So it's a wonderful story for people if they're in business in this community uh, to know that story. And then fast forward to today and the vision for the future and what you're doing, uh, it makes uh, the idea of being a member of the chamber to me just like a no-brainer, as mm -hmm. I like to say. So yeah. there's no doubt about it. Uh, and talking about that, why should a business consider uh, being a member of the chamber? You know, I think, you know, every, and we tell some of the businesses as we sit down with them, like we can't list every benefit that we, that somebody might need. And every, every, every member has a different need. And so what we really sit down is we, what we found in the past, um, when I was even a board member of this chamber before I started working for them, it, we were very good at bragging on what we did and, and what we could do. And this is the chamber, and this is how it works, but we never slowed down and asked the question, what do you need? And that's kind of where our focus is now is what do they need? Um, and so it might just be getting in front of uh, somebody that they're having permitting issues to start their business. It might be getting in front of a different group to help with another issue that they might have. And so, you know, we really listen to what those things are. And then that's what we try to connect them to that. And outside of that, then we have the traditional from just the networking opportunities we discussed before with our events to get to know new people is just the exposure and the brand exposure of your business through our um, social media and our uh, media platforms that Steve runs for us and the exposure, um, the clicks, I don't know how all the analytics work, but he, he does. And it is amazing um, the exposure that our, our members get. Uh, a lot of times when people Google, if you're a member of our chamber and they look up your, um, your business, your, your chamber master listing typically is one of the first things that populate before your actual website does. And that's just the power of um, all those analytics behind behind that. Um, and typically we are first, second, or third when it comes to um, people Googling just Conroe as a whole um, behind the city of or Conroe ISD. Um, it all it alternates depending on the day of, of, of where we are. And we're in, that's a good, great position for us to be in. And when people are looking for a place to come a lot of people are moving here, um, and for your business to be a part of that, that's, that exposure and that connectivity that we're able to bring, is, it goes a long way. Well, you know, you mentioned something, and, and one thing I have to encourage when I work with business clients and join the chamber, talk about the things they do, but don't just send the check. Don't, you know, just don't sign the membership paperwork, whatever, but go to the chamber, connect, do a few events, the after hours of the morning mingle and get a sense. And what I think a lot of people miss is that, and you, and you touched on it, but it's so important, is that if I've got a business issue, I need help on something, getting a permit maybe or something, is I can call you or go by the office and say, can you help me? Can you direct me to somebody? Do you know somebody that can do this or that or, you know, and you help people solve problems mm -hmm. every day. I mean, it's just moving through. I mean, you, you, you can't get a loan at the bank for them, but you can refer them to a bank or banks uh, that potentially would work with them. And that is a thing that so many members miss, particularly the small business sure. people. They miss that opportunity to use you as a business resource, a quality resource. And one of the things I really try to 
emphasize with my staff and our volunteers is back in the day, um, everything went through the chamber. When, when there was something going on in the community, it all went through the chamber. They went there, and that's how they, those guys got together. It was a think tank, and that, they got together, and they figured it out, and then they went to Austin and lobbied for it, and they made those things happen. Um, I think in today's society, um, the chamber might not be where people think that they need to go. They might want to hide behind a post on Facebook or they want to do something else. And I want us to be go kind of that old school way of, of coming to the chamber with us. If we don't have the answer, we can find the answer. And so being that conduit a lot of times um, is essentially what a lot of members um, can, can lev leverage us for, um, which I don't think they, they, they look, at, look at it in that way. You know, I think that's one of the great benefits that mm -hmm. you offer at this chamber is that relationship mm -hmm. and that I can count on that relationship just when I become a member. Right. And it's up to me to build it, um, and you've got a fantastic team to work with as far as coming into the chamber and doing things and communicating. Really good people who hustle to fix or help me mm -hmm. get things done, and I always appreciated that. And again, you've got members that are willing. I mean, people on your board, whatever. Mm -hmm. Everybody just seems to be there to kind of lift everybody up, help each other, and make everybody else improve, uh, help them improve their business, mm -hmm. you know, gain more revenue, profits, whatever their goals are. And it's, uh, I'm very impressed with that personally. I think we've, done, we've been very deliberate when it comes to the recruitment and um, – of our committee members, our board members are selected by our by our members. A lot of some other chambers in our area actually you depending you can actually pay for a, your seat if you pay at a certain level. But our members still nominate, our members still vote those in, and we have a good mix from the diversity side, the size of business side, and I think that keeps us grounded to where we're not just leaning one way or the other. Um, you know, we're going from a, a prominent banker uh, chairman to a prominent business owner that runs a preschool um, with Jennifer Millington coming in as our chairman. And she's got a different perspective. And I'm really excited about the direction that she is going to take us this next year on not necessarily direction, but the focus that we're going to really fall back on and, and, and continue to polish that apple because we're coming off a, a historic year when it comes to finances. Um, but it was also one of the hardest budgets uh, to, to work when you're bringing on another full-time uh, staff and doing some other things when it comes to um, reduced rent and lease income when you're taking over more space. Um, so there's a lot of balances there. Not having um, some of the employee uh, ERC money coming in. We've had some great uh, wins, but we've got to, we've got to, you know, this next year hopefully is just a, a full wholesome year without any uh, big variances outside of, you know, dictating some of those numbers. Well, on top of that, there's a lot of great celebration. I want to share with the guests if I can get a grip on it. 90 years, uh, I've got a pen. So everybody's getting a pen and their t-shirts and ball caps and everything else. So you're going to see that. And I hope everybody will respect and know, understand what that means. And give, take a few minutes and understand and learn about the history. Because, again, uh, it was inspiring to me to learn about the history of this chamber and how it really, as Scott has said a couple of times, it's, uh, it's been right there with the growth of the business. Mm -hmm. And it was a partnership. It is a partnership. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it, uh, it kind of makes me proud to be a business person that I have a connection and we're growing our businesses, our city, our county in very, very positive ways. So mm -hmm. a big plus. Well, speaking of that, the next five, 10 years, uh, if you, I know you've got a crystal ball in one of those drawers in your <laughs> desk or something that you whip out 
And so now you're going into 24, you got a new chairman, you got 90 years, got a lot of great things to celebrate and to work with. Uh, but the next five to 10 years, what does that look like at the end of those periods? What will the chamber look like, the business community? What do you, what's your vision talk about, yeah. or excuse me, uh, show you or guide you? I see our presence in the Willis area growing. Uh, we have uh, an office space up there uh, because of our friends with uh, Woodforce National Bank. Um, that Willis continues to grow. The, the corridor going north is is huge, and we act as their acting chamber already. Um, but we'll be more deliberate and have um, people boots on the ground in the Willis area uh, to a different degree as well. Um, our accreditation, we are the only accredited chamber in Montgomery County, uh, puts us in the top 3% of chambers in across the country. Uh, we're very proud of that. Um, so our accreditation will come up um, in 2025. Um, so we're continuing to, to do all the things we need to do to make sure that we maintain that high five-star accreditation. And I really would like for us to start looking and focusing on, you know, we, we feel like, and I feel like, and our board feels like that we have a very good grip of what we do here locally. But then how do we rally the other chambers in the, with the county to do and have a, a stronger voice in Austin or in Washington? Um, and then how do we play a bigger role um, in being on, I'm looking and been asked to serve or potentially serve on some national and uh, statewide and national boards. Uh, and, and how does that help us leverage who we are and put us um, at the table that, that can have a bigger impact at a, at a broader level, but without losing the focus of what we need to do at, here at home. Um, and I think that's one of the things that um, we'll, we'll never take our eye off of, of who we are and where we came from, but we also have the opportunity of playing at a bigger level. We were just recognized we moved up a couple spots to the sixth largest chamber in the greater Houston area. Um, number one is the greater, uh, greater Houston partnership. No one's ever going to catch them. Um, but, you know, we've got a, a, the next level, Woodlands being number two and us at six. You know, as our membership continues to grow over the next couple of years, I can see us. That's not something that we strive to do, but it's a great recognition, especially for our members. Like, man, I can be a part of the fifth, sixth, fourth, seventh want to get more information about the chamber if they're not a member and want to learn a little more what's the best way for them to do it the best way is to go to our website it's got all of our contact emails all of our, our phone numbers to our direct lines and that is simply www.conroe.org um, all of our special events are on there there's a community calendar anything and everything that we have going on uh, with the chamber is on our website well again thank you so much Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to, I'm going to dig into that mailbag that I talked about. Uh, we've got a, an interesting inquiry was sent in, and to me, it's, but it's every year. It's all the time, and entitled, What Kind of Planning Do We Need to Do for 2024? Uh, I'm not sure what's special about 24, but that was the question I got. But again, small business people are always challenged with planning. And then finally, I'm going to wrap the show up today on the One Best Consult Tip of the Week, and that's entitled Looking Forward to 2024. Uh, not maybe what you expect, but uh, some ideas that I have that I hope can help you be more successful in 2024. So please stay with us, and we'll be right back. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? 
Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Every Friday, tune into Texas Ticket on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM with Armando Nino of Go Lake Conroe, focusing on Montgomery County area events and places. Get a feel of the Texas spirit at the event, paired with guest and vendor interviews, event coverage, and ticket giveaways, and so much more. Join us Fridays and punch your Texas ticket. For more information on the show, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Texas Ticket. Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This divorce workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour. I'm Rick Schisler. I'm your host. Uh, I'm a Silver Fox advisor as well as the founder of OneBestConsult.com. And thank you to Mr. Scott Harper, who was our guest today. Scott's the president of the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. And uh, I don't know about you, if you were listening to that segment, uh, I learned a few things. And I've been part of the chamber, even served on its board back when. And it's a wonderful organization, and I encourage every business, whether it's just you or you have a handful of employees or you have a 1,000 employees, check it out. I think uh, you will find it very worthwhile if you'll just make that connection and work on a relationship with the chamber. Very, very helpful to your business. Well, we're going to go to the mailbag. We're kind of short on time today, uh, but... I've had this one in the bag for uh, several weeks, going back to right before the holidays. William wrote us, and he asked that proverbial question, right? What kind of planning do we need to do for 24? Well, first of all, I'm not sure that if you're implying special planning, I'm not sure if there's any special planning that needs to be done uh, unless your business is at a point that you need to consider some factors that you normally don't consider. Uh, when you put a plan together. But I think it is uh, three basic points that I like to make with my clients about planning. First of all, you need a plan. You need a business plan or a strategic plan, marketing plan. You can do all of them if you want. But at least on a single sheet of paper, have a plan. Build a plan for your business. Uh, It's so critical. It doesn't take a long time if you go that route. Now, you can build a traditional business plan 
that might be 50 pages long. Uh, used to be banks required those when you were getting a loan, ask a lot of questions. And there's a lot of formats available. Just go on the Internet. You can find a lot of formats that show you the questions that you need to answer uh, in your business planning. But to me, planning, like so many things in small business, it depends on your business. It depends on you. My key point is get it done, get it done now. In fact, we're already eight or nine days into the new year. should have had the plan in place, hopefully, before January 1st. But, hey, there's still time. So my first point is make sure, William, you put a plan together, something that works for you. Secondly, the reason for a plan, there are a number of them, but one of the things that I call the measurement of success is very important. Uh, this is where you do some goal setting for you, the business, uh, perhaps your employees. We always set goals for salespeople. Uh, we can even include vendors in that, uh, customer relations, customer service. All those things we can set goals for. In other words, improvement. Like Scott was telling us about the chamber, they hit a thousand members. That was kind of a goal post that they were trying to get across, and they did. And it opens a whole new door, so to speak, when you're looking at the chamber and you think, gosh, they've got a thousand members. They really are growing. But I think it's critically important that we put together our plan or plans and use them as a guide or a measurement of our success, something to shoot for. Third is communication. That is, is the third most important thing, I think. When you do these business plans, a lot of people will do the plan and then they put it in the drawer or they put it in a file on the computer and hide it away. Uh, I think it's so important to take that plan and communicate it. Uh, communicate to your employees, to your management supervisors, obviously, but to your employees. Communicate it to your vendors uh, and even to your customers. Now, the format of doing that will be different for different groups of people. But the fact is that the core of your plan, of what you plan to do in your business in 2024, you will communicate, again, in a different fashion, different information, but it all ties back to that core business plan, strategic plan, marketing plan. It ties back. And if you will follow your plan and continue to communicate that information on a continuous basis, in other words, your marketing plan says you're going to do this, 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 so you have your advertising and you follow an advertising calendar, which is a plan, and you're going to advertise this product this month and next month this service and so on and so forth. You plan that ahead of time because you want to tie it all together so it falls back or connects back to your overall business plan. That is the way you can depend on the measurements of success showing some real progress, uh, the progress that you want. And that, again, is critical because I think this is unique to every business. You have to put your business plan together as it relates to you and your business and what your objectives are for your business. Very, very important. But I think if you do those three things, take the time to put a plan together, set up some measurements of success, and again, those can be numerical goals, they can be stated goals, uh, it doesn't matter. It can be a mix of those, which is what I recommend. And then thirdly, plan on communicating it from the beginning and then later through the year, maybe quarterly, maybe monthly. Uh, tell people where you are in your plan. 
when come, June comes around, hey, half the year has gone by. How successful have we been in meeting the objectives of our business plan? Share that information. Communicate. Build relationships. And this is one of the key tools that you can do that with customers, vendors, your employees, of course, with your banker, if you have a banker. But everything ties back to that original business plan. Well, I hope that was helpful, William. Again, if anyone has questions, has an issue in their business, and they just like a little bit of input, send it to me. That's rick at irlonestar.com. Rick, R-I-C-K, at irlonestar.com. Let's go on to the best consult tip of the week entitled Looking Forward uh, to 2024. Well, this traditionally is the time of year that we all kind of reminisce, look back at 2023, the year, uh, and then we look forward to 2024, the new year, uh, and what we anticipate, what we'd like to do, the things we hope to accomplish, uh, what kind of growth, profitability in our business, our relationships, uh, personal, our family, as well as our business relationships. Uh, Some of us have some big audacious goals such as acquiring a competitor or moving to a larger location, things that will take a lot of in-depth planning and work. Three things, though, that I think, particularly in 2024, that you need to concern yourself with and try to understand to the best of your ability, and part of that has to do with the amount of time you have, but also it has to do with relationships, as we mentioned through the chamber or other organizations where you can talk to people, communicate with people, and get input on these issues. And the first one is the economy. Um, I don't think there's an economist out there currently in 2024 that knows what is going on. Uh, I mean, it's always somewhat of a crystal ball, right? But when I read the numbers on a weekly basis, different articles about where the economy's going, what's the Fed going to do this at? It really seems like it's all mixed up and so very hard to put your finger. Are we going to go into recession? No, we just skirted it, but yet the numbers are this. Or are we going to do this? Or no, the government overstated. I read this this weekend. Employment numbers by almost 500,000 last year. Uh, a mistake, right? So the employed number comes down, which means the unemployment rate goes up higher than it is. Uh, these are the kind of things that you want to wrap yourself around. Don't necessarily need to do the detail that I might do, but look at your economy where you have your business, where you do business. At the very least, try to understand what that is happening there. Is Are people growing? Are the communities doing better? Are they going to buy more of your product? Or are they going to buy less? And then pull out your crystal ball, right? But try to understand your economy, and I think it's most critical right now compared to a lot of other times uh, that we've seen over the years. So try to understand it. Again, don't fret over it. Don't worry. Just look at it and make your own calculation for your business. And secondly, employees. Uh, We've gone through a period uh, the last year or two has been very hard to find quality people in most markets, uh, and that seems to continue. Um, But I, I think there needs to be a little shift and what you do in 2024, yes, continue to look for quality people, always trying to improve your workforce, not just fill an opening. But I think the training aspect needs to be most likely cranked up a little bit, if you will, 
in your business. You need to look at opportunities to provide training and improvement to some or all of your employees. In other words, you want to build a better quality workforce. And whether it be skills, uh, soft skills such as leadership, uh, or hard skills on how to operate a machine, a new machine, or deliver, or communicate with customers, another very, very important skill in many businesses at many different levels. So I would look at what you're doing for training. And if you're doing the same thing you did last year, I encourage you to do a little more or perhaps a different kind of training. I think there's a lot of bang for the buck in working with some or all of your employees and offering them training. And then third, uh, and some folks will find this a little unusual, but this is my third goal uh, in looking forward to 2024, and that's my family. To improve my relationships, even if I have a good relationship within my family. Uh, because of the uncertainty, uh, the political uncertainty, the economic uncertainty, uh, gosh, you pick up a newspaper, you turn on a news program, it's, all, it's got uncertainty written all over it. Chaos. What a mess. Uh, and people, if you're human, you tend to allow that. If you participate in watching it or reading it enough, you get kind of down and depressed, if you will. I know so many people today, particularly those who are my age, that avoid those sources of information because they don't want to be dragged into it. Uh, there's always a slant uh, to what everybody's saying. Uh, it's just a mess, uh, and that's why I think you need to turn to your family and make sure that you have good relationships, that you've done what you need to do and can do for your family, uh, your immediate family and your extended family. Make sure that everyone around you has access and is doing the best they can. Uh, if they need a little help here or there, a little guidance, uh, open your heart, maybe even have to open your wallet a little bit. But pay attention to your family, particularly in 2024. The return on investment there, again, with a very uncertain atmosphere always swirling around us uh, and the world itself, it's easy for people to get caught up and not be able to do their very best. So be there to help them. You started a business. You're an entrepreneur. You're a small business owner. You understand what it takes to succeed. Share that through your family. Help those in your family. Make sure they're in the best place possible for them and perhaps their loved ones and their direct family. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you again for joining us this week. I hope we provide you with some information that uh, is beneficial to you. Uh, I also want to give a special thanks again to Scott Harper, president of the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce, for joining us and sharing, us, sharing with us uh, the state of the chamber. We got a preliminary look at the speech he's going to give on the 1st of February, and I think it was very helpful, at least to me and to my clients, for sure. Put a note on your calendar. Join us again next week, 11 o'clock. We're going to be here at the Lone Star Community Radio, and look for the video cast or podcast of today's show on the weekly Business Hour page at IRLoneStar.com, OneBestConsult.com, Facebook, YouTube, and other social media sites be published by Wednesday. And if you need to re-listen or perhaps even share the show, which I would deeply appreciate with other business people so we can help them hopefully improve their business. Most importantly, though, until next week, as I always like to say, stay engaged, 
and always keep your focus on what counts in your business. Thanks.